Welcome to a Rama Word for Women podcast. Ladies, it's time to unmask, get restoration in our faith, families, leadership, and careers. A Rama Word for Women seeks to ignite women in their God-given purpose through everyday living by applying biblical principles. It's time to write the vision and catapult it. Let's dive in as we seek foresight and healing for the whole woman with your host, Dr. Serene Dumas-Lee. Welcome to another episode of A Rainbow Word for Women. I'm Serene Dumas-Lee, your host. Are y'all enjoying the new intro, outro? I'm a big girl now. I'm getting fancy with it. So I like listening to it over and over again. I hope you all are enjoying it. As I said to you on last week, we have some amazing authors on today. Um, I have a friend, a sister, uh, someone I could just call out the blue, send her a quick message, and she always responds. I just love her to pieces into life. Miss um, Dawn Leak with her anthology and co-authors, Boss Lane. Y'all, I'm not even sure what the book is completely about yet, but this is something that you have to have in your arsenal if you're in these entrepreneur streets, if you are a business owner, if you're thinking about owning a business, I'm telling you, this is probably the book that you need. Dawn is no joke when she puts her mind and her hands to something. It flourishes. God is all over it. She listens to the Holy Spirit and she moves. And then whatever she does naturally, he just blows on it and the supernatural comes to pass. And every project, everything she does is just amazing. So I just love on her. She is a phenomenal author, friend, business owner. She'll give you advice. She'll even give you a side eye because I've gotten a side eye in a couple of inboxes myself. Um, but that's just how she is when she loves on you. She cares about you and she sees the vision and what God is doing in your life. And there's plenty of time she probably catches it before you do. And you need those type of people in your corner to push you. So without further ado, uh, Miss Dawn, how are you on today? I am fabulous. Thank you so much. That was, that was quite the intro. (laughs) (laughs) You're so humble. I love that about you. (laughs) Got me blushing over here. I love it. I love it. So what, where did Boshalene even come from? Like, what was the, the backdrop of it? How did you come up with it? What was the concept? Was it a, a automatic yes? Like what, give us a little bit about the backdrop of how you came up with Boshalene. Well, I'm going to be completely honest. Shadaria Allison, ah. who has, has worked with me on all of my projects, um, and we talk a lot, a lot. And um, she, you know, just like you said that I give you the side eye, Shadaria Allison gave me the side eye. Mm. And um, yeah, she was like, you need to do something business. You're a business coach and you need to do something business. And I said, well, I'm not really a business coach. I'm, you know, a transformation life coach. And she said, you're mistaken. She said, you're a business coach. And I said, okay, all right. Well, I'll be a transformation life and business coach then. So we <laughs> talking about doing a business anthology together and we're actually have worked on this every step of the way together um Shadaria actually came up with the name with her creativity Bosher Lane so that is her 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 uh huge contribution to this but some of the things that we were seeing you know as soon as the pandemic started um 
we started seeing people that uh, came to the understanding that they could not necessarily count on their nine to five anymore. People were losing their jobs. They were getting laid off. Um, You know, they were getting sick and losing their jobs, just so many things. And a lot of people were losing their homes, losing their places to live, all of these things. And so it pushed so many people into entrepreneurship, right? right? Because they had to do something to, to help their family survive, support their kids, you know? Um, And so they, they just jumped in with both feet because they really had no choice. And so there were so many people trying to find their way in this entrepreneur pool, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the second thing that we noticed as well was that a lot of current business owners um, were taking advantage of new entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And so they were, you know, you know, people were kind of desperate. They're like, I need to start something. I need to do something. And so people were coming along saying, you know what you need? You need this, 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 and this. And people were investing in it money that they probably didn't really have to invest. Right. And they were investing in these things, trying to get their business off the ground, no matter what it may be. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them were being guided to invest in things that were, they were not ready for yet. Mm. And I say that to say, start where you're at, right? Don't, don't, you know, skip over to step 27 when you needed to invest in step number one and two. Mm. And so we, you know, we talked about it. We came up with this idea um, to, to put out a book with expert entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. to give their best advice for the novice entrepreneur to help someone to, you know, hold out the hand, give them help, give them guidance, give them some advice so that they know the basics, you know, of entrepreneurship, because there's a lot of bells and whistles that people see on social media. They see here and there and and, and they think that's what they need you will maybe need those things later on, but not at the beginning. You have to have the basics. You have to have the bones of entrepreneurship before you get to the bells and whistles and glitz and glam and the fancy Facebook posts. Um, You know, the bottom line is you need to be making money. You have to be profitable. And so if you skip over all of those steps and you go straight to the fancy this and the expense of that, you have to, you have to invest where you're at, right? You have to start where you're at and not compare yourself to other people. You know, I always say, don't compare, you know, your day one to someone else's day 365. It doesn't make sense. And so, but yet you're out there investing in day 365 stuff that they're not ready for yet. So I just wanted to get a group of entrepreneurs together and have them give their best advice so that people can start at the beginning and, you know, be, be successful in their business. So that, that's, that was our idea with this one for sure. I think that is awesome because I assume you have just a plethora of businesses and different type of entrepreneurs within different genres. So I think this is just going to be amazing for everyone 
um, who is in that pool, right? Whether they're trying to put their big toe in or if they got their whole foot in, right? It doesn't even matter. And that is so true what you said about when you're first coming in, you know, everyone tells you all this stuff you need. I was I was a victim of that. Learn real hard, real fast. Actually, Ms. Dawn, I was too. It together. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. It was just like, oh my God. And, you know, that just reminds me, we all have gifts and talents in us. There's something in us that we can do that doesn't necessarily have to be on a nine to five. It's a matter of if we discovered it, if we want to pursue it, because it takes work, right? There's nothing that we don't do or that we do that we can just say, okay, blink our eye and it's done. You got to put your work in. And sometimes I love investing in like coaches and things like that. But even after you leave your coach, and I've also found this with myself, don't come calling me two weeks later talking about how you do this. Bruh, sis, we just went through this in our whole session. It's a matter of right, take your notes, do your homework, and then put your work in. Right. And I think that's what Ms. Dawn is saying. You know, we see the glitz and the glamours and the post and this, that and the other. Nobody ever tells that hardship, hard knock life of getting started. They just see what it looks like in the end or in the middle. And a lot of people get the whole situation misconstrued. <laughs> and then you end up somewhere broke. Your coin is low. Talk about, should I pay electric bill or should I pay my uh, invest in this website? You don't even need that. As a matter of fact, go make your own landing page. YouTube will teach you. <laughs> and that was one of the things, that was one of the things that I actually wrote about is like, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to be four years in and I just now got a website. Why? Because I didn't sell anything on a website. Right. So like, why do I need and people trying to charge three, four thousand dollars to come set on. up a web page, and when a landing page to put my coaching packages on worked just fine at a fraction of the cost. So unless you can do the web page setup and all that stuff yourself, I know that Becky, Becky works on her. She's doing her own stuff. I, however, am nowhere near. Here you go. <laughs> in technology, okay, I can't even a meme or a graphic or anything like that it's not me and I don't want it ever to be me I don't want any part of it and I clearly state that at any point I know what I I know like you said I know what my lane is and I also know how to open up my pocketbook when it's not my lane right and I think I think that's like the best thing we can do like I did my own website literally sitting there watching a, a football game with my husband it, 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 but that's me because I'm a researcher at heart. You know, it just depends on I'm lucky the person. I can, yeah, I'm lucky. And if I you like that techie call. stuff, if you like the techie it's stuff, go for YouTube. it. Everything is on YouTube. Everything. I'm with you, Becky. I'm a YouTuber you, all day long. <laughs> but you gotta want to, and you gotta oh, yeah. want to sit there and watch YouTube, and it irritates me. So that's why I just cut it out. I I don't have time, and I don't have the patience. That's what's my problem. Well, There's no patience. Time. All my videos are 10 minutes or less. I ain't got time. <laughs> and then I'll get in there and play. But I just love, love, love it. I'm excited about this book. Miss Nadia, it is so wonderful to meet you. Tell us about your business What and what drew you, drew you through the project. 
Yes, ma'am. I am, of course, an international best-selling author and the CEO of the What's Your Superpower brand, a digital media platform that houses my TV show, my podcast, and my magazine. And so, of course, hearing all that, you should already figure what drove me to um, this project. I have been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, and it was just very enlightening and intriguing to see an, an anthology about business. And that is what drew me like automatically. I was like, boss, you're laying a not, okay, okay, I got to get in this. And so it was, it was good to see because, you know, I came up in business in these entrepreneurial streets when there was no internet. Right. And so there's no Google, there's no YouTube, there's none of that. And you just had to literally boss your way up. And so it was it was good to see this for for the new entrepreneurs coming out. Okay, so can you tell us without giving it away just a little bit of what you wrote about? Absolutely. I contributed success strategies for bossing up in your business. And it's basically steps of well, tips for new entrepreneurs, giving you uh, what you need to start your business, what you need to keep it going, you know, thing, and, and not just tools, but mindset and, you know, different things that compile the entrepreneur. And so just um, some great strategies to carry them through from start to midway and hopefully to growing their businesses as well. That's awesome. The one thing about entrepreneurship, and I wonder if you ladies will agree, is it's weighty. <laughs> and you have the moments where you're like, I'm over this. Next. <laughs> yeah, it is. But when you re- when you remember why you started, it's a good motivation to keep going. Um, and for me, the freedom was my main deal back in the day. Um, I raised my four sons as an entrepreneur and it has been absolutely a roller coaster, but it is also so fulfilling because you know that you built it, you know your ins and outs, you know, you know that even at some point when you have employees and things like that, that you contributed to someone else's life as well. So it's a very rewarding experience. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that getting there yet. I'm still in the beginning stages. <laughs> you gonna get there, sis. It's coming together. It's kind of, um, it's kind of, it gets to the point where sometimes you're in awe because it's just like, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what it looks like, but God, how am I going to do this? And he just come fly through like the superhero he is, put his yes. supernatural on it. And it's just like, hey, okay, God, I see you. <laughs> right like you go to bed like lord please and when you wake up he has worked it out (laughs) worked it all out so he he's so awesome like that so i'm excited to read your chapter tell us a little bit about your business yeah so i have like i said been in business for over 20 years Um, i'm actually a beautypreneur by trade um and i'm a business strategist as well and so i've 
done several different areas or industries over my lifetime of entrepreneurship. Um, and right now I'm still currently in the beauty industry. I'm an educator in the industry. I still work behind the chair and I have uh, my own product line that I'm pushing. Mm. And so I love the best, the best, the, the industry that raised me. So mm. I just feel like I'm going to always have some type of attachment to that. But my, my, my passion in beauty is to teach our industry about business because in our industry, we don't learn that in school. You know, there's a very, very short chapter um, about business and we are one of the main industries that come out of school as self-employed, you know, and we just have to kind of figure it out. And, you know, a lot of people wonder why, um, people in the beauty industry kind of stray a lot of times is because we don't have the guidance. We don't know what we to do with all of the money that we make. You know, we don't file our taxes properly. You know, it's a list of things, but oh, yeah. the, the thing about it is when you know better, you do better. Right. And so that has been my mission since I, you know, learned how to boss up in my own business and share that with other people in my industry. It has just been amazing, the reception, because it proves that I'm not crazy. Like I know that I didn't learn this in beauty school, you know, so mm -hmm. um, it, it's just rewarding to be able to give back in that way. And then my um, digital media company, I actually started during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I can relate to the new business ideals and, you know, ventures that are going on as far as technology and trying to stay up and abreast on what's going on. And so that also intrigued me to get into the book because I've had to learn a lot of things over this past year or so. And it, it really has built me up and also enabled me to help those that are my clients as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm actually myself. I own uh, Raymond Institute of Leadership, which is a professional development and leadership school for managers and leaders. But Miss um, Dawn side eyed me and I asked her one question. I got a whole like dissertation. So it is actually uh, taking a backdrop because we're moving to uh, complete modules and um, monetizing. So I'm excited about that. I definitely understand that with the learning a lot because I'm doing it myself. So God, be yes. give me the wisdom, but um, I definitely understand that. So that's awesome. It's, it's so nice to meet you and I can't wait to just explore your chapter. I have plenty of friends. Actually, one of my really good friends is in the beauty industry and I don't think she knows any of this. So she needs to boss her way up and read Nadia chapter. Cause I can't, yes. <laughs> I can't help you and I don't want to do your taxes. <laughs> exactly. Look, me either, but I can definitely send you to a great accountant. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. And that's what I love about entrepreneurship. We may have one vision, one purpose, one passion. So we think, and soon <laughs> as we finish one thing, you get downloads for something else. And then you're doing this, you're doing that. I had no idea that I was going to be writing books, opening a school, having an international podcast, all in the start of January 2021. No idea. All I knew was I resigned from my job in 2020. <laughs> Look at <laughs> but God. But to God be the glory. It is a That's pleasure. Good. Again, and I can't wait to read your chapter. Miss Stephanie, how are you, dear? 
I'm wonderful. Thank you. It is nice to have you on with us. Tell us a little bit about your business, what your chapter is about. Enlighten the ladies about Miss Stephanie and her lingo. Yeah, thank you for giving me the floor. So just just as you guys just mentioned about, you know, COVID and kind of that transforming your life, that is very similar to my story. I started in, you know, hospitality, tourism and events and was really climbing the corporate ladder in New Orleans in the market and uh, COVID hit. And, you know, we all kind of thought it would be a few months and this and that. And um, I really found something out about myself during that time, not only, you know, learning to strip away that title and that, that way to provide for my family and that income and, you know, what a toll that can take, but also the strength that comes from that. Mm -hmm. And it was a moment of, you know, meditation and coming together and, you know, figuring out what is this plan? What's next for me? And so not only did I, uh, on the sidebar, learn how to play guitar, (laughs) And found a little bit of my my soul there, but also I started um, a marketing freelance business. I named it Small Business Copilot because I wanted to co-pilot small business owners, especially those who were affected during COVID, such as, you know, restaurants, Mm -hmm. for instance, I started with and uh, salons uh, when they started coming back and uh, gyms and Pilates, uh, um, you know, Pilates boutique. Um, um, and gyms. And, and so, so I really, you know, found, found my strength and found a way to help others. And so I was able to give back. And that was such a way, um, I mean, back to, back to my heart and back to what I love to do. And that's what I realized is what I kind of lost in, 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 you know, when I lost my job to COVID is I lost a little bit of my purpose. And I realized that that purpose was giving back and was catering to people and sharing that information. And I still wanted to find a way to do that. And so what, uh, what drew me to this project in particular is that through working as a small business co-pilot, you know, I was, I was working in the market, uh, marketing industry for them, but also recruiting for them project management, really being an executive assistant to these owners and whatever form of facet that they needed during a time that they needed something affordable and something that was not trying to take advantage during, you know, uh, the pandemic times. And so um, I found kind of a common denominator between the successful business owners. And I really gravitated towards the information and, and I have a researcher mind and, you know, I'm a lifelong learner and I just found it so fascinated, fascinating um, while working with in different industries with different small business owners, I was able to kind of see uh, some, some good habits that they were building and common denominators between the most successful and the most, you know, the top producing, especially within COVID times. And, and so that's uh, what I, what I give in my chapter. That's what I, I, I lend to the book, Bosher Lane is my chapter, um, basically the title is Take Accountability. You train people how to treat you and your business. You train people how to treat your business. And so uh, what I found, you know, just to give a little tidbit, um, as far as that common denominator, is that those most successful business owners took accountability 
for their time management, their daily schedule. And if they were on top of it, if they missed things, you know, they made sure that they delegated those tasks or they had them, you know, um, on tomorrow's list or perhaps they outsourced it. You know, um, also, also, you know, the people that you hire take an accountability for training them and not always blaming, you know, um, their, their inadequacies on the person, perhaps, you know, um, and also training people how to treat you. Right. That's a basic concept. I feel like we do that with everybody. You know, we, we have interpersonal relationships in every form or facet of our lives, you know, whether it be that we're, you know, helping to train our spouse to, you know, respect our boundaries and this and that, or helping to train our child to have that launching pad to success in his future, um, or training somebody how to um, perhaps not gossip in front of you by stating, hey, you know, can we not do that next time? That makes me feel uncomfortable and I feel like it's inappropriate. You know, it's just how we respond, how we are leaders. Um, yeah, and so that's what I share in my chapter. And and it was a delight to, um, to kind of piece together all of those common denominators and share that with others that perhaps started their business during COVID like myself and like some of you had shared and also maybe, you know, um, somebody that had been in business for years and they're looking to put a spin on or try to put a new perspective on something. And um, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm truly honored to be a part of this book anthology and just uh, it's, it's a pleasure being able to share what I found to be absolutely fascinating information so <laughs> that is awesome you dropped some some a lot of nuggets I was trying to catch a man right on <laughs> but I definitely definitely understand um two things really stuck out to me when you said like you became like that executive assistant to the business owners the marketing world and things like that um I love the, the Office of Administration. Administration is actually a spiritual gift. Not everyone can do it. Um, Shadaria has called me an administrative guru and girl, when she gave me that tile, I ran with it. <laughs> I don't need nobody to give me no tile. I'm an administrative guru. I've been an administrative for over 25 years from Wall Street to the school system. And mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. And that's just one thing that, cause you took with administration, that you touch literally everything. You touch the vision, you touch the yeah. purpose, you become a conduit. And if you know anything about conduit, being a conduit, it's the electricity flows through you. So your business owner, your entrepreneur, they give you the vision, they give you a, a glimpse of it, and you literally make it happen. And yes, nine times out of 10, they take all the credit. But the fact that you're, like you said, pushing that purpose, you're you're doing something to help other people. So I love just administration, a gift administration. And then you said learning to strip away the title. That is so important yeah. because people get so caught up in titles. And believe it or not, a lot of people won't even leave a corporate America because they feel like they're going to lose their title. But if God already called you something and gave you a vision, gave you a purpose, does that title that that world gave you leave or are you are that? Right? Well, you're so, still the same person without the titles. That's you what go. came through during a time like COVID is when you're stripped of, you know, what you kind of uh, armor with, yeah. then you, you're just, you're, you're unique, you're authentic, you're raw. And that's where the strength 
can really come through. And, and it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful thing to see, you know, within myself and, and to be able to, you know, share the experience and the knowledge that I've gained with others. And yeah, just, uh, and now, and now I'm back. So now um, I, I changed markets and I'm back into my tourism industry and back in the swing of things and loving it. And uh, it feels as if COVID's over, so excited and still have my freelance business on the side. And exactly what I wanted to use it for was another stream of income because now we know it's definitely better to have two, three, four streams there of income coming in and not just in one bucket. That is a huge lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like the best advice that Ms. Doran gave me when she said monetize. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> So I've been on a mission ever since with the whole monetizing and different incomes and different brackets because you know we pray that we never get to what COVID, while it's not completely over and the world is opening up, but you pray we never get there, but it's still changed. Like everything is technology. Everything is virtual pretty much. You don't necessarily have to go into a building, which gives us so much freedom if you really become that innovative person that you're called to be and to use your gifts and your talents, right? The woman, mm-hmm. I didn't have a name, but the woman in the Bible, the, the prophet asked her, what's in your house? You know, we have to ask ourselves, what's in your house? She said, all I got is oil. It never said how long that oil lasted, but it lasted. You understand what I'm saying? So that that's an awesome mm-hmm. thing because we never know if the nine to five will be there tomorrow. So you need to be able to shift and move in some way, shape or form to still provide for your family. So I really do appreciate this project and the things that you ladies are dropping, these nuggets and these tidbits, because somebody needs to hear it. There's probably a lady out there, a woman, a mother, a single mother, a wife, whatever it may be. And she may be scared to just jump in the water. But all of us, mm-hmm. I'm sure, in some way, shape, or form, had that fear, the what if. And the what if will keep you bound, and ain't nobody got time to be bound because this world is shifting faster than we can blink, right? So Amen. thank you so much. Thank you so much, <laughs> Stephanie. I appreciate you dropping those nuggets, and I look forward to reading your chapter. And Ms. Dawn knows I, I blast her stuff all over my show Um from the day I find out about it until it drops and then some. So I'll definitely be, if you ladies don't mind, just dropping your names, get the book, get the chapter, read the, read the chapters, excuse me, and learn how to boss your lane because we need this, right? Miss Becky, how are you, dear? I am good. Sorry, I was late. Oh, but- girl, you're fine. You fine. It, listen, this, this time change just got us all jacked up. I just changed my clocks back. And this, the ones that didn't change by themselves, right? The microwave was right, right. looking real crazy. Right. For like, the microwave still was looking real crazy for like a day. Yep. <laughs> I think mine is still looking crazy. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell us about your uh, business. What drew you to the um, book? Well, first I want to say thank you to Dawn because without her, you know, giving me that little shove, I would have probably said, no, no, this ain't for me. But thanks to her, I have decided to step into a realm that I am not familiar with at all. I love it. The only thing I am familiar with is my business. And I am, speaking of titles, I am a cake artist, cake designer. Oh, wow. This was before um, Cake Boss, Duff, 
all of them, I was I started cakes. Come on, Miss Becky. <laughs> and let me tell you, my first cake was a bit horrendous. Okay, I'm just mm. gonna, I'm gonna put it out there, but with much work and continued techniques and skills, everything I can gather from everywhere I can gather it from. I have actually done pretty well. I entered the Ultimate Sugar Show this past September. Oh, wow. Yes, I did not win, but that's okay. I learned a lot of lessons. So Good. with that being said, I've, I've been in the medical field for the last 30 years. Okay. I left hospice um, at the beginning of when COVID hit. Um, there's just a lot of things going on in the medical world that, you know, I, I just felt it was time for me to step into my own mm -hmm. and my business was already up and running. I was working all day, coming home, working at night, mm -hmm. like a lot of entrepreneurs do. You got that right. <laughs> um, and it's still, now that I'm doing it full time, I'm still doing it full time, <laughs> like <laughs> around the clock. Um, so I guess my part of the book is letting people know that being an entrepreneur, you can say it all day long, but you got to work it. If yeah. you don't work it, it's not there. You're, you're not going to go anywhere. If you think looking at YouTube mm -hmm. or all of these different marketing strategies that, you know, you get 50 of them a day on your Facebook. Right. And if you don't know what you're looking at, then you can get sucked in and you'll be like, oh, let me spend 200 here, 200. That is not the way to go. You got to start right. from the bottom and walk up that ladder because you're not going to get there without the work. Right. And right. thank God for giving me skills. That's all <laughs> I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say because now I can put a cake together like nobody's business. So Come on now, Miss Becky. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, but that's what it's about. And you said something that really rang in my ear. You learned lessons, even though you went through that process. And I, I love processes. I love processes and systems. That's the nerd in me. Um, but people frown at the process. That the process is what teaches you. The process is what grows you up. The process is what sets you up. Like I had no intention of coaching on podcasting. That is now something that I do. It's not blasted all over social media. People just kind of hit me up and it was like, I got you. Now, don't side eye me, Ms. Dawn. Ms. Dawn. So <laughs> is this something that might come out later? Absolutely. But um, that's the one thing I love about entrepreneurship. People come find you. When they know your guilt, your skills and your, your sets and what you can do, know your systems, and you know how to work a thing, oh, they come find you. And I've learned to not necessarily rape someone, but this is my time from my family, from my job. I'm a whole doctoral student. So I'm right in the middle of writing a capstone dissertation. All that's from my time and taken from that. So I need you to put a little coin on it. I ain't raping you, but you're going to pay for my time. Right. Because if you went to anybody else out here that's going to charge you 3000 9000 10000 when I see some of these numbers, I'm like, good night. All I want to do is have a conversation. I'm not asking you to help me with the project just yet. That's a totally different bracket. You know what I mean? If the person is walking you through a thing, 
oh, best believe come with the coin, come with your dollars or what you need to do. But it's sometimes I've written, and you know how much money I would owe Miss Dawn and Shadaria if I just said, I have a question. <laughs> like literally, but, and, and you gotta have the compassion with that. But at the same time, don't be out here raping people. So those failure, the failures or the losses that we think are losses and failures are actually not. They're, they're, Right. Intricate details for the tools that we need for the next step. As Ms. Dawn stated, instead of trying to get at step 27, you probably would have learned it at step one, but you being grown, trying to be out here quick, right? Right. So that's awesome. Ms. Becky, where are you located? I am right outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, I need a cake in the mail. Let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm um, I'm in Savannah, like outside of Savannah, Georgia. Oh, you're not far. You're not far, girl. Not at all. We got to chit chat. We got to chit chat. I love yes, it. I love it. Shadaria, I saved you for last for a reason because y'all, I just love this girl. This is the one that when I was on my first anthology, I got on a, a Zoom call and she just read me all together and I just, just loved on her ever since. Um, there has been times within my own projects where I have not talked to Shadaria for months. And she just jumps in my inbox and blesses me out of nowhere. Like, so what happened was, long story short, I had my own book coming out. I wrote a journal. The project could have flopped if I let this person do what they were trying to do. Um, I didn't have all my graphics. I didn't have my vector shots. I knew nothing about it. I was still new and around. And out of nowhere, as I'm sitting in my office, literally crying, Shadaria emails me and said a gift for you and it was everything I needed for my book and she said I was working on something else and the Holy Spirit told me to do this for you I can't tell y'all what she did for me that day how she has changed my trajectory of how I do with my books and how I present them the graphics and she didn't even know me literally from a can of paint. We had a couple conversations, but she changed something in me that day just by listening to the Holy Spirit, just by being that open, just by being that gracious because she's a businesswoman and she didn't have to, you, she didn't have to do that. And she always goes above and beyond. So I just love, love, love her. People read my bio and they like, oh, wow, girl, she made me look like I'm like an Amazon on paper. <laughs> When I first got when I first got my bio that she did for me, I said, "Yo, who is this chick?" <laughs> so I just I just love on her. She has definitely a special place in my heart. Shadaria, how you doing, sweetie? Well, I'm trying to hold back tears in these ten pound lashes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you so much, Serene. Uh, your words heavy right now. So I'm trying to hold back tears, actually. Thank you. And um, you're very generous to the community of listeners and you're anointed to do what you do. And I'm glad that you stepped into your place of influence because it's going to help a lot of people to not just come out, but come out correctly. And um, the the things that we suffer, the hard lessons we learn on the path to entrepreneurship end up being rooters for other people. And, and, it, and it will monetize itself. So I thank you. Thank you for your kind words. But it's, it's all God, you know, because I like you just said, Peter, I'm quite ratchet on a, on a normal basis. Uh, so, so I appreciate you. But it's, it's good to be good to one another. I find in business, 
if you're not blessing people, don't expect anything else um, because people think you're in business just to accumulate the dollars and you are, right. but ultimately you are shifting into purpose and you, you, if you're not willing to bless people, then you might be in the wrong place um, right. to try to be an entrepreneur because I, I would rather be a blessed entrepreneur than just a paid entrepreneur. Now that's just me. Right. Not be everybody else. That's just me. So I try to, I, wherever he speaks and I can hear him from when I'm not being ratchet, then I'm definitely going to make sure I bless somebody else. So thank you so much. That is awesome. So Ms. Dawn said that you were an intricate detail in this project. Um, I love you all's relationship. <laughs> and Dawn is so humble. There is humble and modest. Like she, I don't even think sometimes she realizes the gifts and talents that she has. She does the work because that's who she is. But when you see the different things out there, it's almost like you're to the point where we, you can look at something like, oh, that's Shadaria's work. You know, you don't, you don't bat your eye and say, who did that? Like, I can honestly look at some, a lot of these books that are out here, these graphics and these um, book covers. And I know automatically Shadaria did it. Don't nobody have to tell me who did it. I already know. And if I talk to the person and they come on the show, they always say Shadaria. Oh, I know who did it already. <laughs> she I know. It's, it's right. a, a significant touch to it, such a beauty to it. So your work speaks for itself, you know? And, and for someone who may say that uh, they haven't been out here long, it doesn't even matter. Like you can see your work from a distance and wow. say, never, never, never stop doing what you're doing. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. And it's just like, oh my God, you know, I'm waiting for you to get your class together. Um, come on, somebody. And <laughs> if start just monetizing on even that part, you know, because uh, there'll never be another Shadaria. They won't be able to do it like you do. But in the same time, they can learn from you, right? I was one of them people that learned from Shadaria. Like I was like, well, I was playing with this, playing with that. And she could have seen like, girl, sit down. But she said, no, do this, work on this, you know, keep sharpening that. And, you know, that's just the heart she has. So I'm excited that you're a part of this project, that you do what you do. I think you, like you and Miss Dawn are like a tag team. Like, don't nobody want to get in the ring with y'all? <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm a big fan of Don's. I told Don when I met her, I said, you know, you're going to be like the godmother of anthologies, you know. He is. She's self-fulfilling prophecy, you know. Yeah. Don, she, she's like, no, these folks ain't trying to hear me. I said, Don, you have something. Don, like you spoke of, Serene, burst in me, I'm going to say entrepreneurship. Um, and, and just to be personal, stepped in the ring of my life on some other issues and really got in the mud with me in a deep and dark place and was able to expose my creativity, which is something that I try to, um, I don't know if it's humility sometimes or fear, but either way, it is, yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. creative person, but I don't like the limelight as much as it appears. Mm -hmm. So Don kind of was like, no, um, Shadaria you're going to come out here and you're going to step in and serve other people because you're doing yourself a great disservice by not doing so. Right. And so I told Don, I said, Don, I'm saying you have something that I see that is big in you. 
she she speaks something it's like a mom talking to you and she does that collecting she means people well people who signed up for Barcelona first time people have no idea who they're working with they're working with somebody that's going to get in the ring with them and do this thing and she seen people leave her presence from previous anthology products and go on to start full-blown businesses and are making six figures i've seen people you know jump off the off the bridge and go into their whole career from working with don and i think that's something that to be noticed and proud of so i appreciate you saying that don is like it's that mama i can't shake so and she's gonna do that if you know her she's gonna do that forever i'm i'm blessed to have met her Listen, when my anthology dropped, I think she was in my inbox that morning. Um, I was a nervous wreck. So she, number one in this section, I'm like, oh, international here. And I'm like, really? (laughs) It it was her, like, keeping her and Miss Sheila, they was on it. Her and Miss Sheila and Keatris, they they were on it. Because I was an emotional wreck for it to be my first visionary project. But um, I think that- you rocked it. You did absolutely rock it, but the three of us have done these anthologies and we know what it feels like on that first one. And like my first one, I didn't even know how to read Amazon. I was like calling Shadari. I'm like, did we make it? Everybody's like, congratulations, you made it. I'm like, I don't see it. Where is it? What are you talking about? You know, that's what I said to teacher. It's like, where you see it at? <laughs> Where you see it at, you know, and Keatris is amazing at that. And she's she's the one that showed me the way on, you know, my first one. And so, and then she hadn't even done one yet. She had her first one after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, which she will tell you, I made her do. She did tell me that. She, when I had her on for Forged by Fire, she was like, Dawn is the one that said, it's time. And like kept in my inbox, kept calling me, it's time. So I, I definitely, definitely understand that. <laughs> no, just, it's just, and, you know, and it's not everyone. And so contrary to popular belief, it's not everyone that, you know, I forced my way into. So <laughs> it's, I love you it. know, you, because, because yes, I have a business and yes, I do charge for coaching, you know, it, it's course. my business. But, you know, you have your, in Cheryl Wood, I think said this, said, you know what, you have your, you have your work and you have your heart work. Mm, and so good. you see, when you see someone that has this huge potential and you see that maybe they're not being done right, or you're seeing that maybe they don't know. Right. I mean, it's, it's a very selfish person that has to monetize every single thing that they do. Right. Yeah, that part. You, that part. you there, if you are that type of person, there is no way that any type of blessing is coming back to you. Right. It's just not. I mean, God don't like ugly. Mm-hmm. And so if I have things, now I'm going to tell you, you know, the basics of whatever and get you in the right place as, as best I can. And then if you want to work with me after that, we can go further. You know, we can go in depth with it. But if not... At least I gave you the basics to be able to d- accomplish whatever you're trying to do or give you a different vision of what you're not seeing. Right, right. So someone, someone actually asked me, for it to be my first anthology, uh, More Precious Than Gems, someone asked me, how did you get such heavy hitters for your features? Listen, God will put you at tables with people 
because I literally y'all stepped into these entrepreneur streets in January one when I made up my mind. Right. So I love when y'all say that stepped in the entrepreneur street. <laughs> Girls ruthless out here. They will rob you, hit you at gunpoint. <laughs> oh yeah. This is true. Listen here. I love it. I love it. So Ms. Dawn, what's what's after um you the book drops? What's what's coming? What's what's what you doing? What's, I know you're just not gonna let this sit right there with a book like this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are going straight into the Boster Lane Virtual Summit, um, which, uh, you know, very many of the authors in the book are going to be speaking at this virtual summit, um, give a little bit more info than what they what they gave in their chapters. And that is coming out the first week in February. And so we are going to be Looking for speakers very shortly within the next couple of days. In fact, Shay Brown, my coach, just called me like a few seconds ago. I had to cut him off and send him a text. I'm on a show, but um, <laughs> he's he's got the final info. So we're I'm going to be kicking that off. And um, yeah, Shadari and I are both very excited about that because um, you know it's just going to give a lot of times. You know, you read a book and then you just want more, and right. so now we're going to have more. You know, awesome. you're going to be able to see the faces, hear the voices and, um, you know, relate to the people that wrote in the book and add many more, many more entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's another Bosheline to volume two. Like this is this is a big deal. So that is awesome. And I totally agree. Like when you do these book projects, don't just do the book. Let something grow from it. Let it be your business. Um just don't be jumping on like 80 different anthologies and still have no purpose. Yes, the networking is there, but are you using the network, right? Um, I didn't do anything with More Precious Than Gems as far as a conference or anything like that, but birth from More Precious Than Gems came to Junior Gems. I have a mentoring group with girls 12 to 14 years old, and oh. they... These, these chicks, and it just happens to be that I work out of middle school. I actually did an event with them um, on Saturday, and and that was my question, like, Laura, what else after this book? So I'm thinking conference. I'm not going to say there won't be one. Um, I'm thinking conference or do I do I do something like volume two? I don't know if I'm ready for that. I need a break. <laughs> but, but what's next? And he just dropped in my lap the Junior Gems and it's the mentoring group. And like I said, you know, if I wish when I was 12 and 14 years old, I had something like this. Same thing with this ball, Shalane. I wish you know, getting into entrepreneurship, there was a book to pick up besides my leadership books. I'm over leadership books. Do I know everything about it? No, but I've been studying it for three years. I'm about to be a doctor in it. So there's gotta be more. That's that more you're talking about. So this is just really big. I'm super excited for you all. This is just amazing, amazing, amazing. Ms. Dawn, when you um, do the summit, you always know you have a a seat at the table here at Rainbow, whatever you want to do, however you want to promote it. I got you. No Thank you so there. much. Thank you so much. We're going to have you a speaking spot on that summit oh, as well. Geez, let's fix it all. I didn't say all that, Lord. I did. <laughs> see, this, see how, see how Ms. Gold will gut, gut punch you, y'all? See how I do her? See how ball. I do her? She's <laughs> the she will gut punch you, but it's all good. I listen. She just jacked the girl up, Miss Nadia. What you got coming up next? I ain't messing with Miss Dawn right now. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have 
entertain me tonight. But up next, I have, um, I'm actually going to reload my anthology, What's Your Superpower? Um, probably next year, early next year. Um, I don't want to do anything else in 2021, but, Absolutely. you know, continue to perfect what I am already working on. And like I said, um, reload What's Your Superpower anthology for 2022. Also have some things going on with my nonprofit organization um, where we will be empowering some women um, through Women's Empowerment Week, which is also next year. So just gearing up for 2022. Look, I'm already past 2021. I thank God for all that has been, has transpired, but it's just been really good. You know, I don't have any complaints. I don't have any reservations. I'm just ready for the next. And, and that's, and I can totally agree. Um, shout out to my first lady, Lady Frazier, because she said, she spoke some words to me that I just can't shake. She said, now it's time to rest and work. And I was like, what? How you going to do that? But I totally understand it. So 2021, I'm done with you. I've written three three (laughs) anthologies. We're just polishing off, look, finishing our task for 2021, you know, and just going to come out with the bang for 2022 because this year has set such a presence, right? right? So we have to keep going up, keep going up. And that was like, I'm not really into New Year's resolutions, but my word for this year was resilient. I think I did that with five books, one of my own, a visionary author, opening the school podcast. I'm tired now. (laughs) So this third quarter, this fourth quarter, excuse me, I am chilling out. Um, And then with, because I work at a middle school, you know, I got some vacation time coming up when school goes on post. So your girl about to chill. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, I do that as well. I kind of, at the end of the year, at, at the Thanksgiving break to the end of the year, yeah. I kind of just, you know, curve everything off because like I said, I had all those kids. They're grown up now. My baby boy is 15, so I don't have a whole lot to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still want to take that time and just because we need that. We need okay. to regroup and, you so, know, feel back up. Yeah. So one of the things, Serene, that I normally do and I did not do it this year um, because because of Boston Lane, but um, my timing was a little bit off. But normally the fourth quarter, I call it my season of no. Um, so when the fourth mm. quarter comes, October, November, December, anything that anybody asks me to do, any shows, any, you know, podcast, any, any, anything, I don't do them. I keep my schedule completely open and it gives me time to, to regroup right. and reassess myself because by the time I hit the fourth quarter from the other nine months of the year I am like I'm stressed I'm tired I'm worn out and then I go into the holidays with my family and I don't enjoy any of it I don't enjoy my son I don't enjoy my grandsons because I'm so tired I'm so stressed out and I'm trying to like do the Christmas things with the kids like make cookies or whatever. And I'm like halfway asleep when I'm trying to make a cookie. I just, I was done. I'm like, you know, I just couldn't enjoy anything like not getting the, 
the shopping, the Christmas shopping done, you know, until the last second, not putting up the tree until a couple days before Christmas. And I'm like one of those day after Thanksgiving chicks with that Christmas tree. So <laughs> it's like, you know, all of those things were just completely falling by the wayside because right. I do work a nine to five and I, I work, you know, like a, a nine to midnight, mm -hmm. um, you know, entrepreneur. Oh, so, so it, it was just every year for like three years, by the time January came, I would come down, my body would just shut down and I would get very ill you know, either with pneumonia or just something serious mm -hmm. because I was so run down because I was still trying to do all that plus the holidays to do what's right with my family, right? right. Things that I wanted to do and then things that I felt I had to do. So when you get to the point where you're just saying yes, 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 um, because you think you're going to miss a beat if you say no, then your body just says no. And you yeah. have no choice. It just shuts down. It's like, okay, you're done now. But so I switched over and I did it for two years and I haven't done it this year, but I've, I've way cut back for the fourth quarter, but I haven't done my season of no, um, only because of the project, but it's on my terms. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's a little bit different. Um, so I still have those family time and, and events planned. Um, but yeah, it's okay to just shut down for a month or two and just do what you want to do and enjoy your family because that's things, the business is going to be there. That family time is not, you cannot replace that. You can't get it back. If you miss it, you can't get it back. So your family is first and foremost and your friends and your personal life. Yes, we all have a business. Yes, we all need to have our livelihood but you have to separate the two. And an entrepreneur has a very hard time. I speak for myself, and I'm sure as many others um, have a hard time separating it mm -hmm. because people think that being an entrepreneur, yes, it gives you that freedom, but it also makes you kick your own tail every day because you're working from sun up to sundown. Now oh, let's think yeah. about it. We're not working our nine to five. We're working eight hours a day. When we're an entrepreneur, we're putting in, you know, sometimes 15, 16, mm -hmm. right? Because we just don't, we don't have that five o'clock punch out time. Right. We're actually, we're at home. So mm -hmm. if we're at home, it's like, you know, use an office, mm -hmm. you know, if you can use an office. And when you get to a certain point in time, it's time to leave the office space, leave the mm -hmm. office. Don't take the work out to the coffee table. Don't take it out to the patio. Don't take it to the kitchen counter. Mm -hmm. Just leave it in a, in a, in a room because burnout is so prominent mm -hmm. in entrepreneurship because you're working on stuff at 5.00 AM and you're working on, you know, you're doing your whole life thing at the same time. And then you're still working on stuff at midnight. Right, right. So there has to be a cutoff time. So yes, my fourth quarter season of no, it has served me very well. I have not yes. gotten sick the last two years. You know, my body didn't shut down and say, that's enough, Dawn, because I let myself rest. Yeah, and, and that's that's an awesome thing to do. And it's, it's funny that you say that because after the anthology job, I probably got about six or seven other authors and I was just, um, other offers and I was like, no, 
<laughs> I'm not being mean. I know I need to push the project, but no, no. And if my spirit don't leap at it, if I don't get a yes from God, I can't move in it. Just because you're offering me something, I'm not that thirsty that I need to go jump on whatever you're doing. Um, the only person I did should say yes to is Miss Sheila because she I never tell her no. <laughs> <laughs> but that project doesn't even come out until uh, January. Um, Cage Fight, I'm a feature author on that. So she gave me another right. opportunity. But again, that's behind the scenes. I'm not really doing the the visionary I'm not doing the visionary stuff that's a whole nother yes yes definitely learn that this go around (laughs) yeah you know being a featured author is such an honor and so yeah for her to have you as a featured author and also as a featured author you're right it doesn't have all that that responsibility and as a featured author you don't even necessarily have to write an entire chapter you just write what you're feeling you know right um so yeah, that's different. But the visionary thing is um, a lot more than meets the eye. Oh, yes. But, <laughs> but I will say, you know, you, you get a bug in you because I've already reached out to Shadaria like, listen, this is what the next project might look like. I'll get I'll get with you when I'm when when I get the release from the Lord. But this is what I got. She's already got, mine. <laughs> She's already got my next one. And this one ain't even long till next week. She's right, already, like, I, I literally uh, emailed her. Talk about saying no. I'm the kid that has to hide in order to say no. I don't get to say no, um, <laughs> but I, I enjoy beauty and beautifying stuff. So I'm I'm always excited. You guys are really breaking me on my shell. I'm excited, excited for y'all. That's awesome, Miss Becky. What do you have coming up next? What you got going on, girly? You're probably gonna get busy with the holiday season. Yes, I can't say no right now. Oh yeah, your <laughs> no is in first quarter. <laughs> Right, right. Well, not even then, really. It's more mid uh, second quarter March. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Because, yeah. you know, you have New Year's, Valentine's, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all the holiday stuff. But um, what is coming up for me? Um, just perfecting my skills. Um, I'm looking at hiring someone at the beginning of the year. Um, so I can focus more on the design elements and not so much on the baking and the books. So I let the accountant take care of most of the books, but there's still the day-to-day invoices, things, you know, that have to go out. Yep. So, yeah, I'm trying to take it slow and just move in a direction that feels right. And I, I do believe that at the beginning of the year... I am going to start focusing more on working in my business mm-hmm. and on my business more than so much hands-on. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because you want to know? Because you want to know why, Serene? Why? Because 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 I I bet you Becky is gonna do a Baker Girl book. Hey. That's what I- yeah, probably that too. <laughs> <laughs> John has already already put you in in the side eye view, so it's a done deal. It's a done deal. So I I look forward to that, and I'm really serious. Are you on social media? I am Rising Star Bakery. All right, I'll find you. You deliver? Like, will you ship out? Um, yeah, you're in Georgia. Okay, you're not that far. 
Okay. Savannah's not that far, and I need a trip to Tybee anyway, you know. Let's do Don't tell me that. Let's do it. <laughs> Girl, you ain't said nothing but a word. <laughs> Shadari, what you got coming up next? Well, you was a busy bee child. Like, I'm always busy, but, you know, the rumor mill is that I might do an anthology. I don't know yet. I saw that. I said, oh, so come on now. I could be working on that, you know. I could be working on that. And outside of that, I am, uh, it took me a, a little bit of a kind of break. My breaks are never really public because every time I get a break, then I get called, especially by Dawn. Dawn reminds me, you can have a five-minute break can just come back so um <laughs> so i, I like that she's done now she's like dawn i've been working on myself and some things and i said yeah i've given you ample time you're done now <laughs> she's like you're done get over it now it's time to come back to work and i said well okay not that i wasn't working before but you know now it's time to really get back into it so i've got many things and i'll probably be serving um in some different capacities in 2022, I'm looking for a very, very different um, uh, version of myself uh, in the professional field because uh, I'm quite ambidextrous. I got a lot going on mm -hmm. and I want to serve some some different people. And um, Serene, the oddest thing, I want to say this because I don't want to get out from this. You were talking about the gym and immediately young women in etiquette school came to my mind. So absolutely. Thank women you. need the when I seen the cover, even when I seen the cover, I said, you know, I know there's grown women here, but I, I see something for the youth girls. So I'm so, so glad that you're doing that. Becky, holla at your girl if you get really, really bodacious about doing a cake book. I probably should stay away from you because I love cake. But if you need help, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> love cake. Dawn's wedding in January. Oh, yeah. So more incentive to show up. It's because right. the cake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cake. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have enjoyed you ladies. Um, I always go through the motions before I do a show. Like, I don't want to do this, God. Like, this is so out my comfort zone, but it's such a blessing every time I do it. He's even dealing with me more. I kind of chime back from the guests, but there's some people I will not say no to. So when Miss Dawn was like, hey, no problem. Just give me a date. <laughs> I kind of chime back from having a lot of guests because I don't want to get lost and lose his message of what he's given me. So I'll usually have like maybe two guests a month and then it'll just be me by myself. But with that, there's some great things going on behind the scenes, maybe some TV, maybe a radio show. We'll see. Um, with 2022 and I'm, I'm, I'm just excited and I'm, I'm looking forward to the resting. And the ministry of no has blessed my life and it will continue to do so. It might go past the second quarter. I mean, the fourth quarter. <laughs> it just depends on what it is, because uh, a lot of my time is going to be starting January, really going into my dissertation. Once my doctorate is done, I'm going to be a loose cannon. But I got to get that that finish that DR work. It's a lot of money that I need to finish. <laughs> So um, I'm excited about that. And I'm actually probably going to be a professor at my alma mater, which is going to be Liberty University. Um, I got some opportunities 
out there coming in January too. So busy, but still working, if that makes sense. So if you guys are not doing that, and if you didn't hear anything on this show today, it's entrepreneurship is a wonderful thing. It's a busy thing. It's a working thing. It's a faith thing. It's a pressing thing. It's a purpose thing. It's a vision thing. And sometimes it's a no thing. Um, but the one thing I love about entrepreneurship is that because it's your baby, you do work those 15 hours. You, you, you don't even lose sight. You lose sight of the time until God makes you sit down. And we never want to get to that point. So self-care is really, really important in having those, that intimate family time. Um, the one thing I love about my husband is he'd be like, let's flip Netflix and chill. What you want, Wendy's or Chinese? How are we doing this? And that's just enough for me. And put the laptop up. <laughs> no books either. <laughs> But I appreciate those those moments, right? And even with the children and things like that. So definitely take that self-care time away from um, entrepreneurship. But this book, y'all, is a must-have. Look forward to the summit. Miss Dawn, you know, I just love, love, love you. You always have a yes from me. And I cannot close a show without uh, the invitation. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that, Jesus Christ is Lord. You are saved. Relationship is locked and loaded. Let him get you right together. He has gotten your girl together. I'm still a work in progress. Y'all know I am Peter Nett. I will whoop you behind and pray for you. So he's still working on me. <laughs> but to God be the glory, because at the end of the day, when you think about it, he still used Peter. He still used him in miraculous ways, awesome ways. He was a great apostle and a lot of people gave their lives just because of Peter's spoken word. And if you can relevant yourself to somebody like that and still have that thug in you, <laughs> you may be on the right track as long as you got Jesus. So I love, love, love you all. Thank you for listening. Uh, you guys know how to reach me, RaymaLLC.com. I'm on all platforms of social media. I will meet you here next Saturday. Look for these ladies. Look for this book, this summit. Um, if you need me, get in touch with them uh, via their social medias because something was probably said that you may need that maybe one person said. You may not need all of it. You just may need something from someone else. So I love, love you all for listening. Have a great Saturday and I'll meet you here. Bye. Thank you for listening to a Rama Word for Women podcast with your host, Dr. Serene Dumas-Lee. If you'd like to connect with Dr. Serene, visit the website, RamaLLC.com, where you can find your coaching needs, latest podcast episodes, and course registration of Rama Institute of Leadership. Meet us here on Saturdays at three o'clock p.m. Eastern. We pray many blessings upon you.